Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. We are back on the Oz Network for day number three of Oscar 10 Days Best Picture Nominees Month, week and a half. Um, Title still pending. Uh, (laughs) And we are up to number three on our list, which was done very strategically how we picked all these. It literally came down to... This is one of the subtitled ones you feel like reading, Ben. And we are doing Past Lives, which uh, thankfully is not all subtitled. So uh, Ben well, was able to have a bit of a break in this. Almost all subtitled. You uh, oversold the English place. part in this movie to me, Colin Hill. <laughs> There's a husband who speaks in English Aww, occasionally. He's my favorite. I feel um, sorry for him. <laughs> oh, I think he's going to be everybody's favorite after this movie. Uh, by the way, Noah, for the first time in what three years of doing Korean theme movies, is not able to be here because his stepdad came over and uh, doesn't want to have anything to do but with Korea. Okay. On the record, he thought it was a great film. Done. Do we count that as a buy or yeah. we create a new category nah. of great film? Sorry, Gross. You didn't say it. I was going to ask him, but I'm like, nah, fuck him. You know, take, <laughs> it takes 20 minutes of your day. What does it matter if your stepdad's there? Are you embarrassed to record in front of your stepdad? Uh, for the record, I also thought this was a great film. I agree with Noah, uh, but I wasn't able to get out of this recording, so I really need to get a stepdad in my life. Uh, my name is Colin, and I didn't know that liking your husband would hurt this much. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, he forgives you. And my name is Ben, and hmm. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Mm. Yep. Uh, and Noah can jump on now. Oh, uh, far out. <laughs> no, we've just bagged you out. <laughs> oh, Apparently, God. he's going to grace us with his presence. This is now awkward. that his stepdad's left. This is, this we got to find out. Did, did he finally own up to, to appearing on a podcast? <laughs> this, is, this, is what, this is what we do when you leave 007. We don't bag you out at all. <laughs> um, I've never, like, dropped out of an episode halfway through, I think. Have I? Off the podium, maybe. But, um... Jeez. Oh, now we're about to get started. I haven't even given my opinion on this film yet. You've said it's great. Well, give Don't... your opinion. I'll, we'll fill no in later. I thought it was great. All right. Done. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Now we can say, sorry, Noah, we just finished. <laughs> Thanks. And scene. Uh, he's joining. He's not even here. I'll just start with yeah. your opinions. I'm not waiting for him. Uh, I mean, look, this was one of the first movies I watched. I, I think I watched this during the Christmas break uh, last year. Uh, and I did have to remind myself, there's there's certain scenes that stood up. Strange enough, all the stuff involving the hus- husband. But I actually went back and I had to look at what some of my opinions were that I wrote down on this from back in December. Because this looked like it was going to be the front runner to win Best Picture for a while there. Uh, and for, honestly, the first half of this movie, I think I was just on edge. I was very worried 
about the direction the story was going in. This would be one of these where it's like, oh, but true love prevailed. And who cares about the husband who did nothing wrong in this movie? Yeah. And then there's literally a scene, which I would, I, I would say, if nothing else, there is a scene halfway through this movie between the husband and the wife that literally addresses that type of movie formula that where I suddenly felt this like weight off my shoulders. Like it's not gonna be that. I've worried for 45 minutes to an hour that it was going to be that movie. And thankfully it is not that movie uh, as Noah graces us with his presence. Yeah, Noah's here, joining. He tries to figure out how to make this microphone yeah, he'll, work. He'll always mark for things. Uh, quickly. Hello, Noah. How are you? Blue shot crew. Oh, well, I forget again. Don't I donate life white <laughs> and pink. Um, We've bagged you out. We've bagged you out. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, I'm about to give my opinions on it so you can jump in after this. I, I even had a great opening line. We'll say it. We'll say oh, it quickly. Well, let's hear it. Give it. Go. I, I was going to say, my name is Noah. This is my second life. Oh, <laughs> well done. Good job. Yes. Download double Oz 7. Um, uh, we did tell him we're on the Oz Network right now, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were we here to rank the car chases <laughs> in past lives. Uh, the, the Oz Network. Uh, I don't like this show. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, well, Colin just gave his opinion. I'll give my opinion. My opinion is going to be basically pretty much similar to Colin's and Noah, and I, then you can give yours. So, yeah, I, I, I was literally, I was literally just saying that, like, I, I for like spent an hour of this movie worrying that it was going to be one of those movies where it's like true love prevails. You know, the husband who did nothing wrong is the bad guy. They got a pigeonhole him to be a bad guy in this movie, and then the, there's that scene halfway through where they literally address that. It, the, the movie cliche, they address it in the movie, and it was like, I just felt the weight come off my shoulders and started to enjoy it. But what did you think, Ben? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, like, you and I talk a lot about sort of love stories where they kind of go against the grain in a way and don't give you the cliche. I don't, this is a weird comparison, but I think you're going to know where I'm going with this. I don't think we talked about it enough in Dumb and Dumber the other week about how that movie ends with none of them getting with Mary, right? Like it's kind of, yeah. it's like, oh, cool. Well, she's married. Well, moving on. Like it's kind of like that was just sort of a one that, you know, goes against the grain of what you meant to do in a love story. But yeah, I think the thing that I really appreciate about this film is that it was very realistic, I think. And I think that, I mean, neither of you wouldn't have any idea about love, but it, <laughs> if you have and you've had emotions in life, then you, you can understand the the levels of this. And I think it's kind of really sweet how you have this like relationship between these two. Then when the husband comes in the fray and then, yeah, like you think it's going to be like, I don't know why I'm bringing this movie up, like the notebook, right? Like, oh, after all mm -hmm. these years, like, you know, let's kiss in the rain. And it was me the whole time. Shut up. That movie sucks. Um, but yeah. And as soon as the husband came in, I'm going like, oh, I feel bad for this guy. I feel so sorry for him. I still do. Let's be honest at the end of this movie. Um, but you know, nothing really happens, spoiler alert. But I think, like, outside of that, I mean, it just feels realistic just in the way, like, we talked about, I, I think it was sort of in um, The Holdovers about how kind of almost it's like a reality show. Like, it just it doesn't almost feel mm -hmm. acted. It just feels, like, realistic. Every cast member in this film is fantastic. I mean, it's don't even get me started on how beautifully this movie is shot. I mean, I was getting emotional in the New York scenes because there's just so many places that I would go to in New York, like the bit where they're on the beach and you see the bridge and the city. Like I'd go to that place all the time. It's, it's gorgeous. So everything about this film, just it just works. And I was worried going into this film because, you know, I think Parasite's slightly overrated, even though I enjoyed it. So, you know, uh, I was worried about this one. Colin's frustrated about my Parasite talk. So, Noah, you can talk about this movie because you're the Korean man. 
Well, partly why I wanted to be here was I was so convinced that Ben was going to absolutely hate this movie. You thought I had to defend Ben's hate of Korean cinema again. I didn't hate Parasite. I liked Parasite. I just think it's overrated. That's my point. I know, but when you talked about, oh, we're going to do these Oscar films, I'm looking, uh, he, he'll like that. He'll like, oh, Parasite. Um, In all know. fairness, this is the third one we've recorded. Maestro was meh. I enjoyed the holdovers. I enjoyed this. Oppenheimer's fine. And I think Barbie, well, people know my opinions on Barbie on this show. So anyway. Um, well, oh, you've done the holdovers. Uh, we did. Have you seen the holdovers? Yeah, loved that. Great. How good was it? We did that yesterday. That's That was one of my favorite films I've seen in a long time. Great movie. Well, I, I feel like this will probably, probably be the only one that I'll be on. So I have actually done my rankings of them, if you want to hear at the end. Oh, I do. Because I, I want. we're doing American Fiction tomorrow, and I'm very intrigued to hear what you think about that. Anyway, yes, keep, uh, past lives. <laughs> Join us for all of them, Noah, if your stepdad allows it. <laughs> I, I was so convinced that Ben would hate this, and I knew Colin would like it. So I'm like, I need to But it's a love story. There. You think Colin would like this? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's a love story with subtitles. That's true. Ninety um, percent <laughs> subtitles. There's ten percent English. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, you touched. I'm sure Scotland did too. Is it, it would be so easy to, it would be so easy to turn this into a turn the the American boyfriend into the villain, or to turn the Korean boyfriend into the villain. But what's great about this is everyone's so real. Uh, None of them are, I mean, I don't want to use these terms, but for lack of a better word, none of them are heroes and none of them are villains. Like, they have some uh, endearing qualities and they've all got faults and that makes it so real and that's so rare in in cinema. And you don't always need that if you're watching like an action movie or something. Um, but, yeah, I loved this movie. I I think it's beautiful and... Uh, obviously, you said you're getting emotional with the New York stuff. I was getting mm. emotional watching the soul scene. I thought you would, yeah. Because uh, I did live in South Korea for five years and I don't live there anymore. And yeah, Ben jokes, but yeah, I haven't really had this sort of uh, cross uh, big relationship type thing like that. So I can't relate to it in that way, but I still felt I related. Yes. <laughs> There's time. Uh, Noah and I are biding I feel, our time to we hook up. It's fine. Uh, We're both single, I both unemployed. Very much emotionally. Well, me and Ben have that pact uh, that when we get older, we'll get married. The problem is Ben's like 10 years older than me. And also the problem is I've made that pact with about three different people now. So I uh, yeah, so pick and choose. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> in on that. Well, you're married. You become single. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, I still had a very strong emotional resonation with resonation. It emotionally Let's resonated with, with me being someone who has lived in another country and, and it only got added with the whole Koreanness of it, but that feeling of not being in your home and being isolated and away from other people and uh they, those cultural differences, uh in both uh, the career scenes, but then him in New York and uh, just so much of it did resonate with me as someone who has spent most of their 20s not living at home in their home country. Uh, you want to talk getting emotional. I, I got a bit of emotion when I saw this emotions. movie. It was, it, 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 let's, let's immigrate to Canada only to have the movie skip right <laughs> over that and inexplicably be in New York without 
any heads up. Like, when did this suddenly not become canon? I thought, oh, this movie's going to have a bunch of stuff in canon. Nothing. I mean, the, the, the real so story, the I guess. flag? So, you know? Uh, yeah, we saw it in the background, yeah. I mean, the, the real story about this, uh, I guess, not that the love story part of it is autobiographical, but the director, Celine Song, uh, her family immigrated from Korea to Canada. I guess that's sort of what started, uh, like, the ideas behind this movie. Somebody really didn't like it upstairs, if you can hear any of that. <laughs> they do not want to immigrate a, to Canada. Just don't do it's it. It's going to be a bin from them, yeah. Uh, but I guess she moved to um, uh, to New York as well. So I guess brought a lot of her own experiences. But I think what, what, what works about this movie is that you could view this movie as a love story or a not love story, whatever it is. You could view this as a movie just being about friends because when this movie starts, it's literally just two kids, you know? And then we never really see them reconnect in any way that that officially is anything other than just friends over Zoom and Skype, I guess, uh, stuff like that. Uh, and you could also see this movie about immigration. Like, it really covers all those bases. And uh, you talk about the cast. There's really only three actors in this entire movie who have anything to do. And all three of them are incredible. Um, I, Greta Lee, I honestly haven't seen that. That show she's on, Russian Doll, I know a lot of people love that show. The Morning Show, I haven't seen that. But um, I've seen that. It's all these people who are so upset because of, like, the Oscar nominations. You know, no Greta Gerwig and no uh, Margot Robbie or whatever. Where's the outrage for past lives? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, this isn't a knock against Barbie because I didn't mind Barbie, but I feel like the the omission of Celine Song getting a Best Director nomination or, uh, or um, Greta Lee especially getting a Best Actress nomination is kind of the thing to be upset about. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask Noah about uh, the two main stars because I, I don't know when any of them i mean i don't i haven't i've seen bits of the morning show but i haven't seen enough to know who greta lee is in that but um yeah i agree with you completely because this is an acting movie this is you know carried by the performances of the three main stars you, you know without them what what is happening in this film whereas again my thoughts on barbie aside i i honestly do not see barbie as a oscar worthy movie i'm sorry i still don't and i do not agree that acting nods should be given for that film. Um, so I 100% agree. Like, where is the outrage over Greta Lee? And how do you say it? No, is it T-U-U? T-U-U? Um, I don't have the Wikipedia up. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought about living in uh, Korea, you might know. Sure. Uh, uh, he's also well, built here as Kim Chi-Hoon. So I don't know what name is oh, he. Uh, well, if you look at his Wikipedia, I, I'm pretty sure it's this film. He actually grew up in Germany. I'm right. not sure how big he is in Korea. German South, that's an interesting combination. Anyway, but the, the two main leads of her, and I would argue for, was it John Magaro as well for, uh, mm. for, I mean, we talked about that yesterday with the holdovers about the young kid, how I think he should have gotten nominated for an Oscar. But yeah, I, I, I completely agree that th there should be more outrage over this getting uh, no acting nods. And same for Celine Song, because this is such a beautifully looking movie. And like, it's every location they're in, it's shot in a way that, it's it's not like fluffing the locations like and i think maybe noah that's why you and i can feel so i guess in a way weird way to say this homesick because it's not like when you see a movie set in new york or a different location where you're not used to korea like you can fluff it like oh bright lights city lights like let's take a look at this whereas i feel both of these like i've not been to korea but like to me it like that seems like what seoul would be like mm. new yeah. york this is just what new york is there's just people walking around the streets doing their thing oh there's a building there's a statue of liberty great that's just what it is you know, so I think it, it's it's beautifully shot. So yeah, I agree with you completely, Colin. I because uh, it only got two. Did this only get? It didn't even yeah. get best international film. Like, mm -hmm. which I mean, I guess well, you've got. Well, I think it's technically an American film. Well, I was going to say because I guess what you've got three of these best picture nominees are international films, aren't they? So I guess 
Which again, you and I always talk about how I don't. I think you got to choose one. You shouldn't be allowed to be an international film and best picture. That's my opinion mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, so this only got two, and I. I mean, is it going to win any? Yeah, and again, I was going through uh, all the awards this was cleaning up on before the end of the year. It was like all the 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 uh, what AFI and the uh, the Film Critics Association and stuff like that, and then we get the individual cities like New York, Los Angeles. This was cleaning up on everything. I just don't know where it dropped off. But again. Part of it is, where's that outrage? It's just this big push for, well, we want the big blockbusters and everything. Um, this movie is really break, broken up into three sections. They have the section when they're kids and everything. Then you have the section. Uh, I strangely found the middle section to be some of the best stuff in it, where it's literally two people talking over Skype. But that's that's uh, the beauty of it. Can I just jump in really quickly? Because, again, this isn't me shitting over you two, but like, I've had many occasions in my life where I've formed very strong... I mean, you two. I mean, I met you guys online and we Skyped every night. What, yeah. Now, how many, oh, that joke's yeah, How many off. times were one of us up at three in the morning while it was like 9 a.m. for somebody else? But, but like, like I've had and like... And then Ben also did cut off, or we cut off contact with him. True, um, true, very true. <laughs> I got too, too handsy. But like, I think I appreciated that because I think that is a, a thing in life where you can form close connections with people online. Like, admittedly, these two people knew each other beforehand, but I think the crux of these two falling for each other is that middle part of the movie. Sorry for jumping in there, but yeah, I think that's a great part. Yeah, and it's also the the simplicity of like, we don't have to make this very dramatized fictional story. This is just, it's real. The, yeah. the way that without giving too much away, I mean, those three sections, the way that section two kind of ends is it's just a natural way of drifting apart. It's like, well, we're in different time zones. I got to go away for a bit. Uh, this is becoming very hard. I'm going to have to focus on something else. And then they just stop talking. And again, that's just sort of feels, I don't feel like there's, Many people who lose contact with anybody, whether it be in this case where it's supposed to be like, uh, you know, uh, t- uh, on the way to a romantic relationship or anything else, where it doesn't just happen so suddenly where you're suddenly like, oh, yeah, remember I used to know that person? No, oh, James I used to Pickering. be friends with them. <laughs> James Pick, yeah, where's the James Pickering uh, in this movie? But uh, I mean, I-, I really thought all three of these sections to be uh, so-, so real. And uh, again, without giving anything away, like the ending of this movie, it- it's it has this way of being both like, there's a happy ending and like a heartbreaking ending at the same time, you know, and bring it again. The most important character in this movie is the husband, because oh. in the end, you're kind of you're having to see it through his point of view and you have to accept these other two characters from his point of view. And uh, without being able to pull off that character, I don't feel like anything in this movie works. I think Noah should talk because I, I talked before and Noah hasn't talked in a bit. So, well, yeah, speak up. <laughs> Hurry up, guys. <laughs> I did laugh at the Skype stuff because it made me feel a bit nostalgic for a whole other reason. I was like, oh, Skype. Remember the, um, when they played the theme, the dun, 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 dun. I'm like, oh, what's I'm that? Like, Skype. I'm like waiting for him to change his picture to some like random <laughs> skill from a movie or something. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, we, we have come to that point in time um, where, like, uh, these sort of Skype things are a valid sort of plot line in a movie and it, it is jarring to see it is like it is very notable because it's jarring to see a whole sequence set on skype but that is a sort of it, it I, I imagine it would be the same when sort of mobile phones started becoming like a plot line of films and they could know like what was that a payphone movie that they did that time oh, oh, that was the end of our phone booth phone booth great movie yeah. when are we doing phone booth love that movie <laughs> But then, I mean, a year after phone booth, it became yeah. mobile phone. True. Um, 
phone booth two, no more phone booths. So like, <laughs> was it cellular? Uh, Wasn't that a Ben Affleck movie or a Samuel Jackson? Oh, movie? The Jason Statham, yeah, Jason, cellular. Often confused yeah. Jason Statham and, <laughs> and Ben Affleck. So, the so it was only a matter of uh, put a wig on him, Jason, and you'll be get a overrated. Pen. <laughs> um, it was only a matter of time, and it, but it is jarring. But uh, I mean, it's just another part that I I resonated with, and I did. I had lived a, abroad for six years and might do again. And the fact of the matter is, you do lose these connections, whether it's a, a love thing or not. I came back to Tasmania after six years, and I've lost m- almost most connections. To be Aww. completely frank. Uh, and you can try it. I, uh, so that's just another thing I resonated with, the, the fact that they kind of tried to keep this up. And I have friends all over the world who I will never not be friends with, but it is just so hard to them. And a lot of the time I just sort of say to them, I'll see you when I see you, because it's so hard to sort of keep uh, that up. And and then just as a funny aside to that, one time I was in Korea and I was just, I had that moment of, oh, I wonder what happened to this guy? Uh <laughs> And well, that's I, how I we reconnected. Well, it, it wasn't like a close friend. It was just someone I kind of knew for a few years in high school. I'm like, I wonder what happened. What's he up to? Messaged him. No response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's married now. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what he's up to. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll be sitting at dinner with him and his wife awkwardly in the middle. Of <laughs> Who is this? And you're both speaking yeah, so, in Korean. Adrian, if you're listening, reply to my message from three yeah, years ago, you Adrian. Bastard. Come on, Adrian. We've all Who got our you? Trent Queen. I'm going to say we've all got our Trent Queen. I've discovered that Colin's got a Trent Queen who owes him $800. Now Noah's got Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Trent Queen. <laughs> can, we, can we start a GoFundMe for Colin? <laughs> yeah, can we? That's a bit harsh. Um, 800 is a lot. <laughs> With inflation, it's probably as, like over well, a thousand now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's Canadian dollars, so maybe it's less. I don't know. Oh, well, for Australians, <laughs> not it's about on par. So, uh, yeah, we mentioned only two nominations for this Best Picture and Best Original Screenplay. Yeah, um, I think we already it. talked about this. On our, well, I, that's what we said in our last two episodes. Best Picture was this second lowest, no, this or was lowest. Maestro lower? This, according to the the odds right now, this oh. is the lowest. If there's a world where Maestro has even a shot at beating this for Best Picture, I don't want to live in it anymore. Um, and then screenplay, we kind of talked about yesterday. I mean, the holdovers, it's probably between this and the holdovers. This definitely is still winning a lot of screenplay awards, but I don't know. I feel like the holdovers probably has a lot more momentum right now going into it. It's This is third favorite. So according to the odds on Gold Dar- Derby, Derby, whatever you want to say, it's third holdovers is second. Anatomy of a Fall apparently is a favorite to win best oh. original sc- screenplay. Um, I, I'll tell you what I thought of that, but I could only see five minutes of the, the movie <laughs> on loop. With the it took you an hour car. and you still are only at five minutes. Oh God, this French film is very arty. For 20 minutes, they're showing the same scene over and over again. I, I don't get it. I want to call out whatever, whoever the projectionist that was playing it in the authentic movie theater that Ben paid good the, money the to see it The very authentic in. movie theater that I went and paid good money to see it in. But yeah, so, like, it surprises me that this only got two. Is this, of all the best picture nominees, is this the one with the least? I'm guessing it would be. I think then, so, yeah. It? Yeah, that's, I mean, like, no, again, we're not getting to Oppenheimer. That's what we, we've talked about it already, but they got 13 nominations. A bit too many for Oppenheimer, I feel. So give a couple to past lives, I say. Give it the best, best visual effects to past lives. 
<laughs> well, that Skype call was so much I know. It better than it's, a not, bomb. it's not something that's around anymore anymore. You know, so what? they'd had MySpace on this and that really would have solidified way, the way it cut out for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, uh, screw the bomb. Uh, I think my microphone's not working. I'll just log on to my phone and my computer at the same time. <laughs> Nobody has to do that on Zoom anymore. Um, Noah, have you seen any of the other Best Picture nominated movies, or is this another one of your one-year movies? Well, <laughs> you missed this part when you took your call. <laughs> oh, uh, this this year is uh, very odd for me because uh, normally, you know, I bang on about hating uh, new movies, blah blah blah. I'm a hipster, whatever. I think it must be because I'm unemployed. But at the beginning of the year, I'm like, <laughs> yes, peace. <laughs> I'm going to watch 2023 movies during January and February. And I've actually seen like 65 movies from 2023. He really oh, is nice. unemployed. Oh, I'd seen some before. Oh, but, Phil. Like, <laughs> Jesus, get a date. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm, and then I started making a list. Of, I'm going to watch that. So I've actually seen all of them. Except there's one I can't. Find. Is there one that's not out? Is yeah, it the zone of interest or poor thing? Interest. Poor thing. Yeah, okay. I, I yeah. haven't no. seen that. That's I the one that we're struggling it. to get a ticket to the cinema to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh, going to so give yeah, you I've a seen them all, Colin, except for poor things. I mean, do you, do you, um, first, I'm going to make a recommendation. Have you ever heard of the the um, the app Letterboxd? Uh, I know it, but I don't really know what what's it is sign up for it it's basically like i guess twitter but with movies you write your own movie review your movie oh, ratings and everything it tracks something because i'm looking at my list here and and again this isn't all 20, 2023 movies but uh i've watched 69 movies since <laughs> january this year. <laughs> look it up <laughs> I Colin. Figured you get a giggle out of that man i've seen uh, that movie too i've been in that movie <laughs> uh noah have you seen the holdovers uh yep all right, so the holdovers are past lives. Which one more deserving a best original screenplay? Is uh, the thing I, uh, and I'm sure we'll talk more about past lives too. And I had such a strong emotional connection to that movie, but I do feel like the holdovers is a all around stronger movie and screenplay. To be completely frank, mm. you're Frank a lot um, this episode. Hello, Frank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the forgotten let's. Let's kind of go around because that's uh, going to get to our, our rankings, I guess, as well. But I mean, I'm I'm buying this movie. Is anybody not buying it? I'm buying it. Uh, I'm intrigued for the rankings, though. But uh, yeah, no, I'm guessing you're buying it as well. Yeah, I'm buying it, and I'm just very pleasantly surprised. Uh, ben defends past lives. So <laughs> I've not seen that coming at all. I, in all fairness, like I mean, like. Again, I'm not smart and sophisticated like you two, so I don't often watch a lot of foreign movies. I don't even really watch Australian movies. You know, I'm, I'm that person as well. But, like, it's I, – I always go sceptical into these. But I feel like last year we had a couple – was it last year? A couple of years ago we had a couple. I'm like, okay, that surprised me. But, um, yeah, this one I, I didn't – because the only Korean movie I've ever seen is Parasite. And, again, I liked Parasite. I'm not saying – I still bought Parasite and I'd like to rewatch Parasite. I just don't think it's as groundbreaking as you two say it is. But having said this, like I was going into this going like, okay, what's this going to be like? And enjoyed it. So yeah, bye for me. Uh, what about ranking? So I know if you have seen Maestro and Holdovers, you can rank 
Yeah, so we've only at the time of this we've done the three. So it's yeah, it's Maestro, yeah. Past Lives, and um, I was about to say Oppenheimer. Um, the holdovers. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll go first because it's pretty easy for me. The holdovers, kind of like Noah. Like I think the holdovers is slightly better than Past Lives. Uh, it's one that I'll probably revisit more frequently. Maestro doesn't even deserve to be in the category. He so hates this is right Maestro. in the middle for me. Think, didn't you I say it was like it. the worst best picture nominee? <laughs> the ever? worst best picture nominated movie that we have in all these years we've covered these. Yeah, same same order for me. It's it's holdovers number one, past lives two, maestro three. I mean, again, I didn't hate Maestro as much as you did, but still it's of these three. I mean, again, I I know my rankings based on having seen Oppenheimer and Barbie, but I'm not counting them until I rewatch them. Um, but yeah, as of now, same top three. And is that the same as you? No, I mean, I don't know. You might love Maestro. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm on the Maestro campaign. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like this is probably going to be the only one I'll be on. So do you want to hear my nine through one? Uh, will you, do you want to join us for American Fiction tomorrow? Or not that we're about to record it immediately after this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> Uh, you don't have to. W- 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 well, would I have time to make a coffee before tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> tell us, tell us your take. Tell us your rankings off air or or done tomorrow's episode. Uh, uh, I might do it tomorrow if I can fix the coffee machine. But uh, so, what was the three? It was Maestro, the holdovers, holdovers. And, and this, and this past lives. Well, I mean. Fair enough if you had a different one and two, but if someone had a different uh, three for this, they're a bloody idiot. Come on. <laughs> Thank um, you. Anti-maestro, I'm, Noah Gross. <laughs> I'm with you, Colin. This was a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> the, the one defense I'll have with it is the, the way they did the black and white to make it feel like a black and white film, the color mm. to make it feel like a 70s film. Very well done. But the rest, it was just a massive wank fest. It was a terrible <laughs> film. <laughs> Like this exists only to win an Oscar. And that's kind of what I hate about the Oscars is that <laughs> when films sort of uh, lose their art to become just an Oscar movie, it was terrible. Mm. Uh, Good. And as, as much as I absolutely adore past lives and I, I never thought about the Oscar for the best actress. I think, yeah, you're totally right. She should get a best actress, best screenplay. I'd love if it won, but I don't know. Is it an Oscar-winning movie? I, again, as someone who doesn't care too much for the Oscars, I, I love it, and I probably will re-watch it before any of the other movies I watched in 2023. But I would put it second because The Holdovers is just one of those movies that it just works. Everything mm-hmm. works about it. I didn't know you'd already done that one, but uh, I I loved that. I could see myself watching that every Christmas time. Like, hey, we said that. That's too. exactly what I yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, it was I w- and I knew nothing about it. I, I just yeah. went into it. Oh, it's a 2023 movie. I'll put it on. Blown away. I loved it. I thought it was an amazing. So tomorrow will be American fiction. Uh, if Noah can get his coffee in time, you got 23 <laughs> hours and 59, uh, 58, tick, 57, tick, 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 like 24. Uh, <laughs> which you can listen uh, so to on be... the Oz Network. <laughs> yes. You can, what day are we on right now here? You can probably listen to tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow it is. Uh, tomorrow. Great. great. Go. Tomorrow. This listen to 24 weird... tomorrow. This is a weird thing. Last Saturday, I went to bed not listening Very to weird. any podcasts, uh, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was you two talking about 24, and my phone had somehow... <laughs> 
started playing and you, it was like season two or something. You were talking about some boyfriend or something. And it was the freakiest thing. Like when you're half awake and you just hear Ben and Colin going on about some young girl's boyfriend or something. <laughs> wow. Yeah, probably wake, Miguel. I wake up two or two hours later because I fell back asleep and it's Colin and Rossi talking about Rocky. something. <laughs> I, this is and it just went on all night and i woke up in the in the morning and it was me and ben talking it was like the worst night in my life we were actually in your house we snuck in there that we're everywhere been, oh. yeah that, that might have been nightmare uh, <laughs> it probably wasn't playing in the background it's just what you dream of yeah it was a long night uh so stay tuned for 24 and american fiction uh, waking you up in the tomorrow. middle of the night since 2024 right. if, if you're hearing this right now by morning you'll probably be hearing american fiction we get to talk about felix Leiter. Yay. Uh, and his i don't know if it's his first oscar or nomination and seth but, uh, from the oc can we talk about the oc and, oscar oh. nominations this year for tate donovan and adam brody in movies the oc get its deserving love I can't wait to talk about Adam Brody tomorrow. Um, but uh, until then, my name is Colin, and uh, I too miss Skype. And my name is Ben. And dun 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 dun. Oh, you stole mine. Yes. From like five seconds ago when Colin did the Skype thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were sitting on it for so long. <laughs> That's the other day when you stole my action line. <laughs> and. Uh... My name is Noah and Anjonghi Kaseo. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast hosts in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made.